0: Hi everyone, this is Joe with Keeping Up With Joe and today we're doing something extra special. We're talking about Harry Potter. (laughs) So, to begin with, we have this list of who I think Well, it's are... not just a
1: list. You wrote this list, Joe.
0: The list. <laughs> <laughs> the, definitive the definitive list. The
1: definitive list.
0: On <laughs> <laughs> um, the 10 Harry Potter, 10 strongest characters in Harry Potter. So let me just and pull like. up.
1: Normally I'm pretty contrary, but I, I actually agree with you for most of this list.
0: OK, so here's a list in case you haven't read the article yet. Number 10 is Hermione Granger. Number nine, Minerva McGonagall. Number eight, Bill Weasley. Number seven, Bellatrix Lestrange. Number six, Gellert Grindelwald. Number five, Molly Weasley. Number four, Voldemort. Number three, Severus Snape. Number two, Albus Dumbledore. And number one, Harry Potter. Which is a bit of a curveball because I don't think most people put Harry Potter on top of the list, oddly enough. So, um, he has a whole
1: series named after him, <laughs> you'd think.
0: <laughs> I, was, I almost thought you were reminding for some reason. I'm looking at this here, but uh, Michaela or Loomis.
1: Yes. Okay. He calls me Loomis because his wife is also named I Michaela. Feel, it
0: feels weird calling her Michaela.
1: <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I was in the military for a while. Loomis is fine. I should
0: just call you Michaela though, for the sake of this podcast, Michaela.
1: sorry he never calls me to this is also weird just call me Loomis
0: okay Loomis do you so what do you think about what to you why would you put why would you why do you agree with me that Hermione should be on the list of top 10
1: so we we also got to talk about like the criteria so Joe is actually using what he thinks is JK Rowling's um, criteria for like the top 10 Um, and I'd actually agree with him so we talk about like dueling skills we talk about like the power of love, not in relation to the song, um, but then we also <laughs> talk about. Um, what did you say the third one was?
0: Julian Skill power. Um, the
1: power, power of, of love.
0: love. I don't remember what the other one was now. Well, there's raw power. That's another one. Yeah,
1: raw power. Raw oh, um, magical power. Attraction towards using like power for your own specific gain versus using power to benefit others.
0: So I think to me it's more just raw I think there's doing okay, raw, raw power and then power love power. versus love of power Let's just
1: put there it you that go right. yeah love of others versus love of self maybe yeah mm-hmm. okay great mm-hmm. um yeah so I'd agree hermione Granger is definitely okay maybe not definitely but she's 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 number ten um I think that hermione has what she like believes like in her head like that she has the intellectual knowledge and then what she has in her heart like we we see that she is able to cast a Patronus. Like, that's true. But, like, we also see that she struggles throughout the series, like, with using her powers in stressful situations. So, like, she has the ability to, like, obviously do well in the classroom. She has the ability to do well in low-stress situations. But I don't think Hermione is a very good dueler. Like, mm. I, I just...
0: She, I, she's never dueled.
1: She's never dueled. So, like, that kind of honestly, like... I, I would say she's in the top ten as far as like intellect and knowledge and and maybe skill, but like I, I would doubt that she's a good dueler. Like think, she survived the Battle of Hogwarts, but like
0: I think she also has somewhat limited raw magical power. Mm. Um, when she like you compare her to Harry, for example. When... Okay,
1: well we can't compare anyone to Harry.
0: Yeah, but for example, when they're when Harry and and um, Draco are, this is the scene that always stood out to me in the first movie, or I don't know if it's in the book, but in the movie. Um, Harry and Draco are like summoning the, their brooms and like Harry Yeah, Harry's right in the, Okay away. but that's
1: also because Harry is James Potter's son. <laughs> so okay also for your readers to know I am like desperately in love with James Potter. So Also
0: technically the movies aren't canon so I can't even go by that. <laughs> Anyways
1: He's right. <laughs> but
0: one thing that stands out to me about Hermione that's particularly interesting so this is actually ties in with another one of our interests which is Lord of the Rings. It's true. And Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings share this thing which is that in both uh, worlds power is inherent to the the characters yes so you they're capped by this sort of inherent sort of power they either have or don't have which actually isn't really that american right because <laughs> in america you just achieve things right that's what we that's you what just, we value
1: yeah in america <laughs> you're born and they can say you can do whatever they want but you know they lie
0: yeah but in theory right but in hermione's one of the characters who she's born but in a muggle She's born a muggle. She's born of a Muggles, of the Muggles. Of the Muggles. Of the Muggles. She's a Muggle born. But she achieves things through like her intellect, through hard work. So she's actually very-she's
1: very American. She's
0: very American yeah. that way. She's the I only agree, one yeah. on the list that's like that.
1: Actually, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, she does like claw her way up. I agree. I mean, that's why I think she does deserve the spot in the top ten, but like number ten. Yeah. Yeah. But your next one. Joe, I actually disagree with you. I think that Professor McGonagall should be much higher than number nine. Why is that? She took like five stunning spells to the chest to bring her down. (laughs) Like, my girl McGonagall does not play around
0: she also does duel Snape at one point. Of course, obviously, Snape was not going full power, so we don't know how they match up. But she did display some impressive magic during that time.
1: I mean, she also is the professor of, like, the head professor of transfiguration at Hogwarts. And headmistress. And she is headmistress. And just, I mean, and we also talk about, like, um, love, right? Like, we, we, we talk about love. And we know that um, she was the head of Gryffindor House when James, Remus, Sirius, and Peter were... Students and Lily were students. There's, there's no way that someone as like skilled and like, like in like intelligible as McGonagall um, wouldn't have noticed like Sirius and Remus and Peter and James sneaking out. Um, so there's a couple of head cannons floating around that she, she kind of helped them become an anim- animagus, mm. an anim- However, anim- I have
0: no idea you say that. I don't know. I, I, I think it's animagus. That's what I said in the movie.
1: Yeah, sure, whatever. Um, but also that she, if, if we go on, like, Rowling's definition of, like, love is what makes you a powerful wizard, I think she she loves her students with a passion. And, like, mm. it doesn't really come across in the movies, and it doesn't really come across in the books, but, like, we do know that you'd have to really love people to take five stunning spells to the chest. She's so, very
0: subdued. She's very reserved. Well,
1: I mean, she's Scottish. Mm. Like, and, and she is the professor. Like, Do you, do
0: you relate at all to McGonagall?
1: Uh, I, I want to be McGonagall. I mean, for, for your listeners, I'm actually getting ready to be a high school teacher. Like I'm uh, taking a job as a high school science teacher in the fall. And so I, I really would, I would love to be McGonagall to my students. Not really sure that's going to happen. Also, I can't transform into a cat.
0: Not yet.
1: (laughs) Well, it's a Catholic high school, Joe. So I think if I showed up and turned into a cat, I might get fired.
0: Number eight, Bill Weasley.
1: (laughs) I love Bill. Oh, I love Bill. It's fine. I agree. We we talked about um, Bill is a curse breaker for Gringotts.
0: Mm-hmm, right. He
1: is the best of the best, and he's also confident confident enough to go toe to toe with Flora Delacour and not be intimidated by her like magical feminine charms.
0: He's and, such a badass that Blur like the first likes time him. She, the first time she sees him, she likes him.
1: Yeah, that's saying something. And
0: she even likes him after he gets his face all shredded up by Frenre. That's Fenrir. true. I
1: mean, but also, like, scars can be sexy. Yeah, that's
0: but, true. like, the way they portray him in the book, it's like, they make him sound like he's... They say that they say that he looks like mad Eye Moody immediately after that's he gets fair. his face torn up. No, out you're right. And she still likes him.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. There There's something more about Bill that, like, we don't get as the reader. But, like, we can trust Floor. Yeah. Like she she's a trustworthy character in my mind.
0: He's also a man of action, like we were talking about true. earlier before this podcast. We were talking about how he in the fourth book, he rushes off to help some muggles at the Quidditch World Cup. He gets wounded actually in, yep. in that in that process.
1: Yeah, he's not afraid of of bodily injury.
0: He's not. Yeah. At, well, he's a curse breaker, so. That's true. And then at the end of the book, Dumbledore tells him says that Arthur needs to know about like what happened with Harry and uh, Bill just immediately says, leave it to me, and just rushes out of the room yeah. and just handles it.
1: I think this is interesting, though, that we actually haven't talked about, but just occurred to me, that we haven't talked about the fact that the Weasleys are actually the family that have sheltered Peter Predigrew. Like, mm. none of the Weasleys realize Back to the Marauders. <laughs> Listen! I'm in love with James Potter! Um, like, just none of the Weasleys even realize, like, hey, this rat has been living with us for 12 years. Maybe this is a different rat. Like, it, it's just weird. Why
0: didn't it occur to them that a rat shouldn't live 12 years?
1: Yeah. Listeners. Like, if you had a pet that lived for, like, okay, rats are what? What's the average lifespan of a rat? I'm
0: going to Google that. Hey,
1: Siri, what's the average <laughs>
0: Uncommonly long <laughs> life for a common garden rat.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure they said that. Well,
0: So how many years... How many years is the life expectancy of a common garden rat?
1: It is two years. We just Googled it. Literally, the common garden brown rat has a lifespan of two years.
0: And it never occurred to the Weasleys. Like, did they just figure it was a... I guess we just were supposed to assume it's a magic rat or something.
1: I know. But, like, if it's a magic rat, why are you letting it hang around your kids, Molly?
0: Also, if Molly's so powerful, she is listed high on my list, mostly just through, like, force, like, of the story. <laughs> like,
1: love. But, yeah, Power love. of love, Joe.
0: She, uh, like, why didn't she notice that? Um...
1: Anyway, it's a flaw. I, I, it might be a plot hole. It might be something more. We don't know. JKR, if you're listening, let us know if that was just a plot hole. Or if you actually had a plan for that, because I have no idea.
0: Okay, so next on the list, twelve is... months.
1: Black rats can live twelve months, you guys.
0: <laughs> Not twelve years. Okay, next uh, one on the list, Bellatrix yeah. Lestrange.
1: I agree with you on this. I think she is especially powerful because um, we talk about like how JKR part of her idea of power is love, and like Bellatrix was in love with Voldemort. Like, however twisted or wrong, like like manipulated she was, or like that she was within herself, she she loved Voldemort, and that allowed her to go the extra mile in her power in her magic uh to serve and please him so i feel bad for her husband I, I really do i have no idea but we know that she married someone because she has a different surname than her And man. he was
0: in azkaban with her it's Yeah, he was. he was definitely azkaban. in azkaban
1: so like can you imagine like your wife <laughs> just being in love with like the leader of your group and you just having to be okay with it that's wild
0: so the thing about Lestrange to me is that stands out to me of why, why I list her so high on the power rating, rating, is that she's able to just totally manhandle Kingsley Shacklebolt, who we all know becomes the Minister yeah, of Magic. Yeah. He's a powerful auror, yeah. big guy, strong guy. Is that how you say that word? Auror?
1: Auror. How do you say it? I have no idea.
0: That's how I say it. I don't know. Okay, I'll <laughs>
1: take it. <laughs>
0: so, he's a He's a powerful guy. She, owns him, defeats him. Sirius, we also know Sirius and James were the best students in their class. Oh,
1: James Potter.
0: The most talented in their, in, in their in Hogwarts, probably. Yeah, even. Well,
1: James was the highest transfiguration student.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. Sirius was also like an, on par with James, but he gets... And
1: Bellatrix beat them both.
0: Yeah, Bellatrix yeah. beat Sirius bland, like blatantly. She also deflects a curse or a spell from Dumbledore, Dumbledore yeah. which is like, wow. So she's obviously super powerful. Uh, and herself. I think she is, of course, hampered by the fact that she's on the dark side. If she were on the, the light side, she'd probably be stronger.
1: This isn't Star Wars, though. <laughs> this is Harry Potter.
0: No mistake. Man. No
1: mistake. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, so here we go. Number six. I don't know why I did this. I think probably Molly should be number five. But on my list is Galert Grindelwald. What are your thoughts on Galert Grindelwald?
1: I, I have very few thoughts on him, mainly because I haven't read the book that he's in and I haven't seen his movies
0: you haven't read the Watch the Fantastic Beasts.
1: I have not. He's um, hmm. he's a uh, Marius from Les Mis, isn't he? Same actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I just I I I can't because I, I watch Jupiter Ascending, and anytime I see Eddie Redmayne in anything, I just I just think of Jupiter Ascending, and I can't. I you can't. should watch it.
0: It's interesting. Okay. As a Harry Potter fan, like I know people don't like the movies terribly, but as a Harry Potter fan, they definitely I mean, span I, the world. I
1: like the idea of of Nifflers. The I, little, love the creatures I love nifflers. I love nifflers.
0: I didn't realize they were in the books too. Yeah, they
1: were in the books. They, yeah, were, they were in, in the, the fourth third, one. They were in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. ha- and fifth Because
1: Hagrid brought them, and yeah. they were like, "Oh, these are great creatures. Why can't we do these instead of the blast-ended skews? or whatever?" <laughs> um, no, I mean, so I mean, I'm gonna deflect to your higher power and agree with you, but um...
0: yeah, Glare is interesting because he is the the badass dark wizard before Voldemort he's similar Dumbledore (laughs) describes himself as being a shade stronger than than Gellert but he's still stronger which makes kind of it's it's, he's on similar power level as Voldemort I think the thing that's different is he hasn't it's
1: Jude Law Dumbledore
0: yeah oh okay but he hasn't Gellert does not push the like the realms of dark magic to the brink the way Voldemort does he's he's,
1: not he's not quite a Nazi
0: no exactly he's kind (laughs) of like he's a different kind of beast but he's definitely dueling skill up there with the level of Dumbledore and Voldemort but does
1: he have love
0: no no love
1: so then why is he ranked so high if he's he do you have love
0: because there's different kinds of ways of power manifests themselves okay, right, right.
1: <laughs> number four
0: Molly, Molly Weasley. Weasley I okay
1: when I read this first when you sent her number five is Molly Weasley yeah um when you sent this to me and I read this I was very happy that you that you included Molly Weasley um I I actually completely agree um I mean she beat Bellatrix like Lestrange like just the Not my daughter, you bitch. Like, (laughs) iconic. Like, I love that. Um, But also the fact that, like, Molly is, like, the stay-at-home mom, you know, who raises seven children, who is taking care of the house, who is making sure her husband doesn't, like, end up arrested, like, from all of his, like, muggle, like, experiments. Like, she is just, she's, like, the person the world would, like, overlook. But the thing is, like, if she wouldn't have raised ron and fred and george and ginny and bill and charlie to be and percy i guess whatever percy to be the way they are like the wizarding world would still be under the fist of voldemort mm, so like yeah. she because she raised them like her because her and her husband arthur raised these kids to be good and compassionate and we can talk about like how fred and george like kind of had like that mischievous streak but like Overall, like the Weasleys are, are golden hearted, and if her and her husband wouldn't have raised them to be the way they are, the Wizarding World like wouldn't have succeeded. Like, it, it wouldn't have worked. Like, it just would not have happened. Like, the, the revolution wouldn't have happened.
0: And of course, she also destroys Bellatrix.
1: I mean, okay, that's true. I was going, <laughs> I was going more for the love
0: But session, you know, you're right. And another thing, too, like, so she destroys Bellatrix. Um, she constantly has all kinds of impressive magic going on in the home.
1: In the like, home, all I mean, the time. They invented that clock. Okay,
0: the clock is interesting because even Dumbledore notes the clock.
1: Yes, Dumbledore notes the clock. He says yeah.
0: only she has that wonderful clock, is what he says, or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. Like
1: she, she, they invented these spells to like keep watch over their children, and to like from that love they have for their family, like her and Arthur were able to keep them safe and turn them into these golden-hearted children. Who, like resistant and like rebelled so this, like, is, this is my thing ugh. is
0: I see it as Molly's like the heart and the power and yes. Arthur's the brains like is he, even though he's not like yeah he's, I like, see he's it. very brainy about like the muggles and all that and the kids All almost all of them either take after one or the other Except for that's why I like Bill Bess is to me. Yeah. Bill takes Bill after has, the brains and yeah. the power. But you got Percy; he's the brains. You got Charlie; he's like more of the brawn. Ron, Ron is the the
1: heart. Ron's Ginny, the heart. Ginny is more of the heart as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I see it. Yeah. It's,
0: it's a really interesting combination. Have, but yeah, right? no,
1: I'm I'm really glad Molly made your list. Yeah, Molly. Molly's awesome. I, I agree awesome. with you. Yeah.
0: And she's also uh, in the books. She's even more than the movies, She's like the definitely like the like replacement mom for Harry, like, in the fourth book? Yeah. How she shows up for, like, the Triwizard Tournament. Yep. She, like, is definitely a very loving mom I mean, mother. we talk
1: about, like, like, in Catholicism, in literature, we talk a lot about, like, different figures, and we talk about, like, Molly is definitely a Marian figure. Oh, and
0: Molly, I think, means Mary, right, in British?
1: Yeah, actually, Molly is a nickname for Mary. Yeah, there you so go. So we can, yeah, Molly is definitely a Marian
0: figure. Good on you, Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, right above Molly. <laughs>
1: the devil lord
0: voldemort
1: (laughs) just kidding mary beats the devil it's fine Um, (laughs) how
0: do you feel about voldemort being number four
1: i i'm curious because we don't actually i i really wish we would have known like tom riddle as a person like not from a horcrux and not from a memory of dumbledore like we, we just don't we don't get that like we don't get him from himself you know, we we get him as seen outside of himself and, and whatever. But um I I mean I agree with you. Like he definitely has the power to split his soul, like at least six times intentionally and seven times unintentionally. Like that's a ton of power. Um and he's definitely he has that cult of personality. Um and I, I think that he inspires others to love him, which is something that again, like Rawling plays into, like love and power are very intertwined in her world. Um, no, so I mean I agree. He's definitely up there. Um, he's definitely a powerful wizard, and I think it's really interesting that he is that he's Muggle born. I think, like
0: mm,
1: I think, half blood. Well, yeah, half blood. And then we also talk about like he was born under a um, a love spell. Yes, which is also interesting. Like we can that's that's also in a whole a whole next nother, podcast whole <laughs> other podcast. Um. But yeah, there are some interesting implications there um, that I think that Rowling, I think my biggest beef with Rowling is that there's so many like implications and un like unended like or open stories that she could have gone down that we just kind of are left hanging and Voldemort's one of them. And, so he, yeah. in
0: terms of dueling skill, top dueling notch, skill. top yeah. notch. In terms well, of... Well,
1: okay, dueling skill. We only, who do we see him duel in the books?
0: Uh, Dumbledore because everybody else is too scared to face him.
1: Okay, but we can also talk about how, like, Dumbledore, we don't know if... Is he afraid of Dumbledore because Dumbledore has this power? Or is he afraid of Dumbledore because Dumbledore is his savior figure? Like, the one that pulled him out of this muggle orphanage. So, like, is he afraid of Dumbledore because Dumbledore can actually, like kill him or is he afraid of dumbledore because if he killed dumbledore he would be killing his savior figure
0: it's an interesting thing also there's something to back that up is that dumbledore himself is afraid of facing grindelwald not because he can't beat him but because he's afraid of facing the truth
1: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so i mean and i don't know shout out to my therapist but i i we can't we can't know that you know until we're actually inside of Tom Riddle's head and the only time we get in Tom Riddle's head is um when via Harry. Is via Harry in the Chamber of Secrets, right? And like shout out to my girl Ginny Weasley. But um we we just we don't know. Like we yeah, we just don't know. That's not something that we can that that we can know from the story.
0: So top-notch top-notch dueling skills um, tons of ma- native magical ability but, but massive like, flaw in the, how he understands love.
1: But also, like, just this charisma.
0: <clears throat> yeah. True. Like,
1: he, hold, like, just I can imagine the way he holds himself and the way he draws others to himself. Well, to be he fair, though, I don't think it's so much charisma
0: as it is there's a lot of resentment in the wizarding world about pureblood stuff but, <laughs> and muggles. Mean, and he just taps right into he that. He
1: taps into it, but, like, he's smart enough to see it and then move with it. Like, the like, draw all of those issues together, and then go from there. Like, and I mean, you you've got to be charismatic to get a following.
0: I, I don't know. I feel like he started out charismatic, but by, by the time of, like the fourth movie rolls around, the fourth book, everyone kind of just freaked out by him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, nobody comes like, back to him because they love him.
1: He's f- like, I mean, Bellatrix.
0: <laughs> Besides Bellatrix,
1: <laughs> <laughs> asterisk Bellatrix. Um, no, but I mean, you're right. But I think he he has that cult of personality and like, char- like charisma doesn't necessarily have to be positive mm,
0: like yeah. it
1: can be negative but like you're drawn to this person no matter what and oh, that's, yeah. that's Voldemort but yeah
0: number three Severus Snape <laughs> now, this one the reason I put Severus Snape higher is partly a couple reasons And that is, A, he was able to trick Voldemort with his occlumency. So he was a better occlumence. To me, his occlumency... That's the first
1: time I've heard this word. Besides, (laughs) like, I don't know.
0: His occlumency is stronger than Voldemort's legilimency, which is impressive. Yeah, and In and of itself. I read this article somewhere. It was like, he basically would have had to be in real time allowing Voldemort to see the memories he wanted him to see, but not see the memories he didn't want him to see, which is incredible. So that was impressive. Constantly. Another reason why I rate Snape higher is that he has a high capacity for love, which is that he has this, has this undying love. This is <laughs> Loomis is like <laughs> cringing over here. This not okay, like Snape. Let me, let me get my like, point in, and you can I'm go in afterwards. You, talk. you can I'm, have, you, I can I'm have your rebuttal. My wine.
1: <laughs> so I'm for letting me, you talk. he
0: has this undying love for Lily, which then carries into uh, to how you know his whole relationship with Harry and his whole relationship with everything else, and. Um, so that's why I rate him higher. I also rank him higher because there's this theme in which really comes into play with Dumbledore. You can see that Dumbledore's power is capped by his inability to deal with dark magic and to his inability to be in positions of power, which power leads to dark dark magic, and fuels dark magic. And but Snape had this early experience in his in his youth where he was deeply. Betrayed by dark magic and yeah. the rest of his life. He's no longer it does not seem he's at all tempted by dark magic anymore
1: Well, and he's not tempted by dark magic, but he falls into the dark magic crowd, which is
0: in his youth though, but not as an adulthood In his adulthood, he's he's entirely devoted. to You're right. Lore. No,
1: you're right. Yeah, so I he it's like point. he
0: experiences that like losing Lily Changes everything, and he no longer he hates dark magic. After that, he hates Voldemort. He hates all of that. He hates Sirius in the third yeah. book because he thinks Sirius betrayed Lily. So his he just he hinges on this of like you know you can call it maybe not love if it's not real love, but this feel this feeling he had for Lily, his entire life hinges on that, and he is now one hundred percent Dumbledore's man, one hundred percent on the Order of the Phoenix side, despite all of his natural impulses. So because of that, he has a higher capacity for love. In my mind, he's stronger in the end than Voldemort. So what's your take yeah. on that?
1: No, I mean, I, I agree that he is a very strong wizard. And I think just the fact that um, I can't say those words because I, I read them, but I have no idea how to pronounce <laughs> them. Um, no, but he, he does have the ability to keep Voldemort out of his mind, which is just a stunning ability. Um, but I hate Severus Snape and uh we can talk about it now or we can talk about it later
0: why do you hate severus name okay. we can talk about it we're now. we're talking about it now before we get up higher up the um, list
1: i i mean he abused harry like he he abused harry when harry was a child and he also abused many other children and like i said like i'm gonna be a high school teacher and um just i i i've substituted for a lot of middle school classes like in my preparation to be a high school teacher and i i know that just the way that severus treated those children like that's it's unacceptable. Like like Here's no my question no child deserves that treatment from a professor. Do
0: you find Rowling's I'd like justification that Snape hates Harry because Harry is like James? Do you find that convincing, or do you find that not convincing? No, it's not
1: convincing because Harry is more of a Lily character.
0: And Dumbledore tells Snape that, but Snape still sees him. So see
1: the the, what the is... problem is Harry is a man and he looks like James except for Lily's eyes, and so the problem is. Like Snape is so blinded by this utter hatred of Lily's husband, which we can talk about that later. But like, <laughs> just the fact that like that Snape hates James so much that Snape isn't willing to see Harry as his own individual person. Like to me, like yeah, Snape's powerful, but like a power like like being a powerful wizard is different from being a good wizard. I mean, we see that in Ron. Like Ron Weasley isn't isn't the most powerful wizard, but he is good.
0: I mean, he's a good person. Yeah. He
1: is a good person. And so being a good person doesn't necessarily like correlate with being a powerful wizard, but vice, vice versa as well. Um, but Snape, yeah, I mean, like Snape abused Harry. and like just the fact that like when Snape died, like Snape, yeah, was saying like, let me let me go for the boy, like let me look for him. But like Snape didn't die protecting anybody. Like Snape died because Voldemort thought that Snape killed Dumbledore. And if Voldemort killed Snape, then Voldemort would get the Elder Wand. But, like, Snape didn't die in some necessarily supremely heroic act protecting someone's life. Um, And even at the very end, like, Snape asked Harry to look at him because Snape wanted to look into Lily's eyes one more time. And, like, I'm sorry, J.K. Rowling, but, like, I I disagree with you. Like, that is (laughs) not love Um, like J.K.R. you are not a Thomist and like
0: (laughs) that's something we talked about earlier is that uh, (laughs) Uh. the difference between the book and the movie in the book he says look at me and And the movie I think was very inspired the screenwriter adds in you have your mother's eyes Mm -hmm. which is that refrain we've heard so much that it's lost meaning but in that moment to me it had incredible meaning
1: but the problem is like love isn't just I have these ushy gushy feelings for someone so we we
0: both have different feelings about Snape (laughs)
1: <laughs> Listen, I just... Yeah, I, I have an issue with Snape. I, I don't think that he deserves the hero worship that he gets in popular culture. And and I, I totally mean, respect that. I mean, but also I'm in love with James Potter. So what are we going <laughs> to do?
0: Number two. <laughs> Albus Dumbledore, you also have a problem with.
1: I also have a problem with What's Dumbledore. What's your feelings oh, that's that's about great. Dumbledore? Um, so Dumbledore and I disagree. I, again, like I'm a Thomist. Like I, I believe that the ends do not justify the means. And I feel like a lot of Dumbledore's actions, he supremely believes that the ends justify the means. So throughout this, the entire book series, like it feels like he is grooming Harry for slaughter. Like he, he, and like, I don't know how you tell, I, I'm not in this position. So like, I don't know how you would tell a 15 year old kid, but, like hey, you have to die for this to happen. But the problem is like he dies without letting Harry know any of this. Um and like i even remember reading the seventh book and just like personally feeling so betrayed by dumbledore because he didn't tell harry that harry was the last horcrux just just utter betrayal from that and then i was very confused when harry just like forgave him and named his kid Albus. So i was like are you <laughs> kidding me like what are you doing
0: you know who also didn't was not happy when they found who? out that Harry was being led, like, groomed. Yeah, who? Snape was not happy about that.
1: Okay, but Snape is, like, that's also fine. But, like, just, again, one act of kindness doesn't erase eight years of child abuse. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I believe, like, I'm, again, like, I'm not in Dumbledore's position, so I, I couldn't tell you, like, everything that was necessary. I agree. He is a very powerful wizard, like you talk about on your blog. Um, he has, like, the dueling skills... I, I'm i still questioning love. I think all of this just goes to show that like JKR and I have a very different definition of what love is. Um, but yeah, I, I don't believe the ends justify the means in anything, so I can't...
0: So to me, it's interesting because agree. Dumbledore has top-notch dealings. He's actually a lot like Voldemort.
1: Dumbledore is... Okay, so we, we also talked a lot about how like... A lot of characters in Harry Potter are foils. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have like Harry and Malfoy are clear foils. Mm-hmm. We have like Harry and Ron are also foils. We have um, Snape and James and Snape and Sirius. But we also have Dumbledore and Voldemort. We have Harry and Voldemort. So Dumbledore
0: like, and Voldemort—the thing that's so much alike—but the two of them, they're, besides they being attracted to power, they don't trust people with their with their secrets.
1: That is true. Whereas yeah.
0: Harry Harry trusts people with his secrets. Well. He trusts yes. Ron Hermione. Yeah, he
1: trusts Ron and, and through yeah. he kind
0: of trusts like Neville and all those people. And he trusts people. Ginny as
1: well. Yeah, he, he kind of has trust Ginny. Yeah, he
0: he includes people like Dumbledore's army. He includes people in his in what he tries to achieve. Yep. And so he's different than Voldem- Dumbledore that way. And Voldemort, of course. Yep. And I think Dumbledore has great dueling skills. The most raw power of anyone, yep. in my opinion, more raw power than Voldemort as well. Yep. The most raw power, but he because he does not want to be bad and he know he's he can't not be tempted towards dark arts but he it does not want to be bad so therefore he, his glass ceiling is really set and he can only he can only achieve so much for example in the 7th book we learn that he his biggest week, he, the reason why he's died basically is that he was tempted to use the resurrection
1: stone yeah which is like oh my gosh wild for, for
0: his own <laughs> selfish reasons, whereas yeah. Harry only did it as a way to face death. So right. Harry was more master of death, and in, and in that way, more powerful than Double ever was.
1: Yeah, which is why Harry is your number one
0: most number powerful one. wizard.
1: And I, I agree with you. Um, I mean, and we can obviously talk about, like, obviously Harry Potter is, like, the main character. I say obviously a lot. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> like, Harry Potter is the main character. Like, he is the like, the following of this series. So he is the most powerful wizard of the series. Um, But we talk about it. He has the love. He has the dueling skills, even though he only knows two spells. (laughs) Joe, two spells! Um, But we talk about, like, they're both defensive spells, right? So, like, Harry is in direct conflict with Dumbledore. Like, Harry doesn't believe the ends justify the means. Like, he, if he can, he uses defensive spells. Um... It's only what what did you say when he thinks he gets himself into trouble like um his first impulse is to either defend or to disarm mm-hmm. but then once he actually starts to think that's when he is like oh i'll use the uh what the imperi what's the command the um, brain control curse oh like, imperial imperial yeah. yeah it's only when he like it's like oh i'll do something else like no.
0: Yeah, Wait. his skill with magic in general <laughs> is, like, nothing compared to Dumbledore's. And yet, because he doesn't have, he do, he's not, a, Harry is not tempted by the dark arts at all. At all. Harry doesn't want power.
1: Well, and this is something we can talk about, like, okay, is it nurture or is it nature? Because, like, James and Lily also were never tempted by the dark arts. And like James they were very like. Well, like James was like magic. he was
0: like a Weasley in that. He James was
1: a Weasley. That's wasn't. why like Ginny Weasley is James Potter. And he
0: wasn't. He wasn't like he. He wasn't.
1: He was a blood traitor.
0: He wasn't. He actually
1: was he a blood traitor? The Potters were blood traitors. Were they really? Yes, they were.
0: Shoot, but he was not superior being a full blood.
1: Well, no, he was a pureblood, but I mean he's a full blood. He my, fell, my apologies. <laughs> sorry, Jake. <JKR. laughs> Misused your terminology. Um no, but he fell in love with a muggleborn. born.
0: But you know, and he um that's another thing too, I was actually one thing I've thought about, this is not about this podcast, but <laughs> if you look at the top people on our list, all four, they're yeah. They're all half bloods. They are. So half blood seems to be where the where magic is strongest, which is interesting. Not pureblood not muggle-born it's half-bloods are the strongest
1: yeah i mean i would love to see i would i would love to see I, i wish we had more of the marauders like jkr please give us more but um of the marauders specifically but um i i feel like that a lot of magic is genetic Like, I know, like, that's not something that's, like, normally talked about in the Potterverse. But, like, I feel like a lot of it is genetic. Mm. But, like, and and J.K. Rowling doesn't really want to admit to that. But I feel like some of it is, like, yeah, you can claw at it like Hermione Granger did. Um, But a lot of it is, like, how well you integrate magic into your heart. And, like, I feel like people, like, half-bloods have that ability more so than necessarily, like, muggle-borns or whatever. But yeah, that's something yeah. I'm thinking of just now. So it's, it could be completely wrong. What's
0: interesting is it seems like Muggleborns, the, if they're a powerful Muggleborn, they're kind of an exception. Like Slughorn, even. Yeah. He's like, oh, especially. Lily.
1: Lily Evans was an exception. As yeah. an
0: impressed she was impressed, especially since she was Muggleborn, is what he yeah. says. And then, but oh, the purebloods are strong, but they're not like it's almost like they being pureblood. Limits their gene pool where they can't, they don't have access to like the things that balance them out. Whereas yeah. half bloods have the pure magic, but then they also have this sort of like
1: tenacity it, of muggles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's, the, I yeah. mean, and they talk about, I mean, we, to, and like, you talk about this in like, in like lore, right? Like Harry Potter lore, like, like pure bloods don't learn math. Mm. You know, and like, we, they don't, see, right. we, we see, there's actually this one scene, I, I could not tell you what movie it's in, but it's in the leaky cauldron. And this one wizard is is using his finger to stir his spoon, his mm-hmm. coffee, and he's reading the theory, like the a Stephen Hawking book of like the theory of the universe. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. I couldn't tell you what movie it's in, but I, I it's remember. It's Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, I it's Prisoner of Azkaban, but it's very like very like potent in my mind, and it's just like wow, like what could happen if like the the like ma- people who have magic started integrating what muggles have learned right because and this is something we see all throughout Rowling's universe is that muggles are tenacious like we have done things that like even people with magic could not have dreamed
0: of mm. you know
1: like we can like go across the world in like less than you can be anywhere in the world in less than 24 hours
0: so being half-blood you get the best of both worlds yes
1: being half-blood you get the tenacity of being a muggle but you have the power of being magic and that's something that purebloods don't have and then muggleborns don't have
0: so why do you think more people so if you google like strongest harry potter wizards most powerful harry potter wizards harry's like way down the list why do you why do people not understand that because
1: i i think people don't don't like reconcile the fact that jk rowling really believes in like the power of love like q song but like Harry really does love his friends. And, like, this is something that, like, I'm... Like, I'm Christian, but I'm definitely going to have my children read Harry Potter. Because I feel like Harry Potter is the best series that we can have, besides, like, Lord of the Rings or Narnia, that talk about the Aristotelian values of friendship. But, like, friendship can be just as earth-shattering and just as amazing as, as, like, romantic love. And our culture has lost that. Like, we see in, like, the Goblet of Fire, like, the thing that Harry will miss most isn't like a romantic flame, but it's Ron Weasley. <laughs> like, it's his best friend. Like, and I think about my best friends and like how my life would be dull and boring without them. And I think that's something that our culture has lost and something that we can learn like desperately from Harry Potter.
0: Well said. So everybody, this, is, this has been Keeping Up With Joe, Harry Potter cast. We're going to have <laughs> another episode coming with you, hopefully with uh, Loomis and maybe some other people. In the next few weeks. Until then, follow me on josephwriteranderson.com and subscribe to my newsletter for exclusive content you won't get anywhere else. This, again, this has been keeping up with Joe. We'll see you next time.